Good afternoon, listeners and audience members. My name is Glynis, Glynis Fester. I am a career coach and communication specialist coach. I have come together in a collaboration with two other coaches, and we will be talking about relationships. We are going to be talking about fruitful and spicy conversations, and it's all around relationships the issues in relationships, the things that we don't necessarily want to talk about, uncomfortable conversations, spicy conversations, and that's going to be our way forward. I will be introducing our coaches later on. Um, this is just an introduction of what we are doing today. Listeners, audience members, as I've introduced us today on our show, which is Fruitful and Spicy Conversations, I've got my first guest coming in. Her name is Caroline. Caroline, come on up. Caroline, welcome. Thank you. I'm going to ask you, Caroline, what kind of coach are you? Tell us. I am a personal power and happiness coach. So I help people find their personal power to be able to make decisions on their own, to be able not to doubt themselves and build up their self-confidence. And I also assist people in finding happiness because my belief is that happiness comes from inside. And if a person doesn't have that happiness, they will not enjoy life at all. Wow, that's amazing. Personal power, guys. That's awesome. My first question to you would, like, would be, um, Caroline, what are you personally passionate about? I'm passionate about life in general. I'm passionate about beauty. I'm passionate about love. I love love. I love the idea of love. And for me, it's more about all these radiating from inside. So you feel the love inside and it shows on the outside. You feel beautiful inside, it shows on the outside. And that is my passion, is to have a world where everyone can look at themselves and say, look at me, I'm stunning. Yes, and the love is shining out of you. Exactly. Okay, yes. And please tell me, what would you say has been your greatest life lesson so far? Um, it would have to be that I had to learn to be confident. Because I grew up in a family where my father was an alcoholic and it was in the township and everybody knew who my father was. So even when I walked in the street, people would point at me and say, ah, look at that one, that's the drunkard's girl. Yeah. So for me to be able to stand in my power, for me to outgrow that situation that I came from was my biggest lesson. Because it's very easy to say, well, I come from that situation, it's expected of me, so let me do whatever because it's expected. But to say, that doesn't define me. I'm going to define myself. I am going to be the person that I want to be and I'm going to be authentic and honest with myself. Okay. Yeah. So this word confidence, are you saying if we could all get a little bit more confidence about in ourselves and how we project out into the world, we can get through our circumstances. Exactly that. That is personal power. That is believing in yourself. That is saying, this is who I am. I define who I am and I am comfortable 
and I will do what I feel comfortable doing because that's who I am and I'm authentic and here, here am I. Take it or leave it. Amazing. Yeah. Now Caroline, seeing that we are talking about relationships, yes. I'd like to ask you the last question. What do you think are some of the major things that causes issues in relationships? Well, in my experience so far, Dennis, it has been expectations. People get into relationships with expectations and the expectations don't get met. Like for instance, you find you've got somebody who grew up in the township and you've got somebody who grew up in the rural areas. Those people will have different cultures. When they get together, the expectations are different. This one expects life to be this way and this one expects life to be that way. And they don't communicate before they get together. They assume that because we love each other, everything will fall into place. But you are a communication specialist. Yes. You know you need to communicate these things. Nothing just falls into place. Yes. So that's what happens. They have these expectations. They don't talk about these expectations before time. And when they now find they have to live together every day, and every day the other person is doing what the other person thinks they should not be doing because right. where they grew up, things are not done like that. Exactly. That causes a lot of fighting within relationships. Sure. Powerful stuff. And this communication thing, you've just hit my button. Exactly. Yes, uh, we will be talking a little bit more about communication later on. But thank you so much, Caroline. Really enjoyed that conversation. I'm sure you've got plenty more to share. I've got, I've got a, well, a whole lot. I've got a, a platter to share. <laughs> a Amazing. spicy platter to share. Caroline, I want to thank you for coming. And our audience thanks you for coming. It's been a real pleasure talking to you. Thank you for having me. Listeners, audience, I've got my second colleague, Coach, joining me. And her name is Jackie. Jackie, come on in. Ah. Have a seat. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Ken. Right, Jackie, yes. welcome to our show. Thank you. We are going to be having a fruitful and spicy conversation with Jackie. Uh -huh. And Jackie, I'm going to start off by asking you, who is Jackie? Wow, what an interesting question, eh? <laughs> um, Jackie's a woman first, and um, this is August. Oh, uh, uh, Women's Month, and uh, I want to wish all women out there um, a happy Women's Month. I'm a woman, I'm a phenomenal woman. Um, life has taken me through everything there is that life can possibly take anybody through. Um, I think I'm a woman who represents quite a whole lot of women out there. Um, I have been through the joys of life. I have been through the pains of life. I have been through, um, you know, the, the spicy part. I like this. <laughs> Fruitfulness and, 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 and spiciness. Life has taken me through that. So I believe that um, I carry, I am pregnant. Yes. You know, with 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 the knowledge, with the experience um, that I, I I am ready to impart to other women out there, to the world. Jackie, yes. if you had 
tell your younger self something, mm -hmm. what would that be? That you have it all in you, baby. I wish somebody said that to me when I was younger, that yeah. you know what, baby, you don't need affirmation from anywhere. That knowledge helps you to connect with yourself. And um, once you have connected with yourself, you are able to interact better with the world out there. Um, life is difficult. Um, they say life happens, and indeed life happens. It has happened yeah. to me, so I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, I'm a nurse by profession. I um, have been in mental health for many years, for more than 20 years in mental health. Um, I've worked with young people a lot. Um, I've entered families. You know when you work with little ones and um, with teenagers, you are bound to meet the families. You are bound um, to get inside their homes and see really um, the, the challenges that they face. Um, and um, with me having experienced um, life, Life is about relationships. Life is about people. Um, we all relate and we interrelate. And as we experience life, it leaves certain imprints in us. These imprints uh, influence how we relate with, with each other. You know? so I'm very much creative. I used to be to do interior decoration. It's a gift, it's a beautiful gift that God has given me. And that's what one area that excites me. Like if I see a fabric, I go like, what can I do with it? I love color, I love forms, I love textures. You know, those are the kind of things um, that excites me. So they are my go-to things for debriefing. You know, yes. yeah, so that's what excites me, you know, just going out there. And I can tell you, there is color in everyone. Yes. There is color in everyone. So even when I work with people, I try and draw out the color. And you know, you see somebody walking in and moping and sad and miserable, but when you, at the end of the journey, you see them glowing, you see the light, you see the color, you know. Awesome. So that's what excites me. Fantastic, Jackie. Yes. And you just blending beautifully with all the color here. Wow. This was such a beautifully fruitful and spicy conversation. I can see it. It's bubbling under. And you've got so much more to share with your years and years of experience, and especially in mental health, where uh, I do know people are struggling with mental health. I love what you said there about it's within you. It is. It we is. all have it all within you. You do not have to go and search out into the world. It is within you. Yes. Jackie, in this mental health space, what exactly do you coach on? Addictions. I am an addiction coach. Um, I have been in this field for 15 years. Okay. Um, you know, addiction, you know, people think addiction is only the drugs, the alcohol, um, it's quite wide. Okay. Um, we've got behavior addictions, um, we've got um, kind of addiction becomes some kind of a crutch, you know, that they, they use to, um, to cope.
cope with, with, with whatever pain or to deal with whatever that they are going through. Jackie, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show and we're going to have more chats around all these things going forward. I really appreciate you sharing all of this with myself and with our audience and listeners. Wow. Thank you so much, Lainis, for inviting Thank you, Jackie, for that fruitful and spicy conversation. It's really a pleasure to talk to you. Uh, we can continue this conversation a little bit later because I know you also want to talk around the communication yes. part yes. Um, in these relationships where you are dealing with people with addictions. Absolutely. But Caroline, you said something earlier on and you spoke about communication in relationships. And I said we'd get back there, so let's do that. Yes, Dennis. I often find in relationships people complain that they cannot communicate well, which is something that happens to most of the relationships that I come across. What is your view on that? Yes, and that, Caroline, is exactly the reason why I went into this world of communication. In fact, I qualified with a degree in communication. I felt that I needed to go and understand what is it and why is it such a problem. Whenever I go into corporate organizations, not just relationships, mm -hmm. the biggest problem is communication forever and a day. And just, we're not gonna cover it all today, we're gonna have more conversations around, but one thing I want to point out is, I think it has something to do with vulnerability. Uh, yes, I agree. I think it has something to do with not wanting to open up, not wanting to open yourself up to that difficult, spicy conversation. Mm -hmm. The fear of being ridiculed, the fear of not being listened to, the fear that you're going to say something that the other person is not going to want to hear. Or that you cannot say it because you don't want to confront, you don't want to be uncomfortable. It's all those things, Caroline, that makes communication difficult. If we can overcome those things, I believe we have a chance. And I can also add on to that with what I said earlier, that with personal power, yes. then you don't have to worry about others judging you because you believe in yourself enough. So that gives you the power to be able to communicate and to voice out what you feel. Mm. Yeah, I'm listening to you actually, Dennis. It's interesting that you say um, listening, you know, it's, 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 it's a problem because that's the common thread that I get with my clients. Um, they bottle things in um, because they feel that they aren't listened to. Yes. Um, what can you advise or what can you say to that? <laughs> that is just so true. I always say God gave us two ears and one mouth. And for a reason, because we should be using the ears more than what we use the mouth. I find that we are so eager to answer, we forget to listen. So I say, listen to understand. Don't listen to respond. You know, when your mind is going and racing at a speed, have you been in a situation where you've already got the answers? Exactly. Your father doesn't finish the... Oh, they, they finish your sentence. They finish your sentence. <laughs> yeah.
Exactly. And that is where you lose the person. Because why would I want to continue talking to, to you if you've cut me off? Yes. So you're saying listening is a skill? 100%. And it's a skill that can be learned. And you should listen double and talk half. And talk half. I just want to say one last thing around listening. And like I said, we're going to cover much more about communication as we go forward. When we go to school, they do not teach us to listen. They teach us to speak. They teach us to read. They teach us to write. In our adult worlds, in our relationships, it's the other way around. We should learn the skill of listening. And then we have a chance of improving the relationship. True. So true. Yeah? Fruitful. 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 I can't wait for this spicy, fruitful, juicy part. <laughs> Ladies, I want to say thank you so much for coming on our show today. As I said, as a collaboration, we are going to go forth into the world, share our experiences mutually with the world and with people out there. You have so much to offer, Caroline, on your part in terms of codependence, yes. in terms of confidence growing personal power yes. you have so much to offer Jackie in terms of people being addicted and not just addicted to what we commonly know as the drugs but there's so many other behavioral things that you deal with and then myself on the communication side which is a thread yes. listeners audience We've come to the end of our show. We are going to be having many more of these conversations, fruitful and spicy conversations. We'd like you to follow us on social media. We have all our platforms out there. Uh, this video will be available on our YouTube channel. Follow and subscribe and come on board. Come and talk to us, have conversations with us around relationships so that we can sort out the issues that are there, out there in the world. <laughs> Listeners and audience, thank you for joining us today. We look forward to seeing you at our next fruitful and spicy conversation. Hello listeners, welcome to our FTI Career Talk podcast. I'm your FTI Chair Coach, Glynis, and today I am speaking to John Mayer. John is a tech guru and he has recently started a new company called Good Goods. That's just briefly. I will ask John to give us a further introduction of himself and what Good Goods is all about. Welcome to our podcast, John, and thank you for your time. Please go ahead. Tell us a little bit more about your background. Hi, hi Glynis. Glad to join you on this discussion. I hope you guys can hear me okay. Yes, perfectly clear. Okay, great. Excellent. So as you mentioned, I'm a director of a brand new company called Hood Goods. Uh, I graduated from Gibbs with an MBA and some colleagues last year and we were actually having a discussion at the start of lockdown about things that we could do to help our community and what kind of businesses would be impacted by COVID. So 
myself and the other directors who consist of people like lawyers and specialists and even philanthropists uh, all looked around to see what kind of opportunities were there to basically help our communities. We were looking for any chance we could because we knew that uh, as lockdown happened and as more and more people were impacted, there was a very real risk to the economy, to how people did business, to many of the small thriving neighborhood uh, shops that we see, the ones that we go to for our milk and the ones that we go to get our flowers and our gifts and where we go for coffee in the morning and things like that. So really what we wanted to do was to give a platform and a place for these guys to thrive. Uh, they, the, the market has been changing for quite a while now. Uh, digital, digitization has happened um, over many years and all that COVID-19 did was become a catalyst that just meant it happened so much faster. And the problem that these small businesses face is that often the skills to go online is not part of their core business. They need to understand what does it mean to have a web page? What does it mean to put my products online? How do I reach my audience? How do I reach the, the, the sales targets? What does it mean to deliver goods? And that is something that Hood Goods is actually trying to help these guys work through and solve and we'll take the headache away from them so that they can have a place online and the community can have a place online so that you're able to actually uh, make this transition more easily. It doesn't mean that your business will go away. It just means that you have now a new opportunity and a new revenue stream to go through. Sure, that, that that's all sounds absolutely fascinating and well thought through. And congratulations on getting your MBA last year. I know how hard it is and how much hard work goes into getting that qualification. I'm sure it was lots of sleepless nights. So congratulations uh, for that, John. Um, and for coming together with a whole lot of other people. What I found as well, um, these days we have to collaborate. We have to share our knowledge. Um, and in saying that, I just wanted to know, that is such an interesting, cool name. How did that come about? Could, good, good? Well, we were trying to make a play on words. We looked at uh, where, where did we really want to make an impact? And we wanted to make an impact on the local neighborhood. Uh, we did a lot of research into what happens when you spend your money. And we saw that if you purchase from your local neighborhood stores, you, more of your money circulates in the local economy. So it's right. a lot like buying South African, but instead of buying South African, you're buying both South African and very local. So you support the business of your neighbors, you support the business of the people that live down the road from you. And even if they live in different suburbs, they're still part of your local community. So our hood is actually the hood from neighborhood and the goods are the goods that are sold and offered by the stores that are around you. And we also want to be the good part of the neighborhood, support what is good, support what is working well, making sure that it thrives. And we don't want to see storefronts and stores closing down and stores that are empty. We would rather have them 
maintained and kept working and upgrading as they more successful. So that is where the name Hood Goods really comes from. That's that's really a lovely play on words. I love the good part that um, actually stands out there as well. And how how has it been going, John? You want to share with us? It's never easy to start a new business. It's always uh, it's always very stressful, right? You've got a lot of uh, tasks that need to be done. But what really makes a difference is the team that you work with. So all the rest of the the directors and the founders of Hood Goods are all unique in their own way. They're artistic and passionate and skilled and no two people have the same skills. We have uh, legal eagles and lawyers that are working with us. We have serial entrepreneurs. We have philanthropists that uh, do social and community goods uh, that work in international projects to help uh, refugees or to help people that are struggling. We have other guys that are specialized in, like myself, technology or security. And the team is very diverse and they bring a lot of perspective, different perspectives, let's put it. So that it's not always one overriding opinion, uh, but uh, we can see the, the different challenges from different perspectives and maybe work through the problems. And what makes it a huge difference is how passionate everyone is. Uh, a lot of the people really just want to do what is good for our clients and for our businesses. And they don't want to obviously take any kind of cut any corners or do anything that could potentially harm the longevity of the company. So I really believe that as we go through this journey of starting up the company, as we go through the process of of forming and signing on clients and getting customers, that the team and the, the, the people that drive this are what are ultimately going to make it succeed or fail. And I think that the the businesses that we approach even though sometimes because we're starting out they're a bit nervous or hesitant can honestly see that uh, the guys are very passionate about it and that they believe that this is something that will ultimately help both uh, the local businesses and the customers who are looking to purchase their items or their goods uh, i really i really believe that our team is what's going to make a difference in this yeah and and that's so true because uh, i think you know with anything new and innovative like what you've just started you will find the nervousness amongst your um clientele and uh, how do you in fact help them to understand what their return on their investment will be what what kind of creative process or thinking are you going through with your clients to get them to understand what they ultimately will gain from this. How do you do that? So, like I mentioned, the online digital transformation has been ongoing for quite a while. Before even COVID happened, uh, many of these small businesses have seen that the online marketplace, Facebook marketing, Instagram purchasing, uh, the likes of Amazon and Take-A-Lot, they've all been 
expanding rapidly yeah. and many of the consumers have been going online so i believe that they they recognize that this is a place that they perhaps should approach yeah. but sometimes they don't feel confident in their own skills or even know where to begin and that's the whole goal of hood goods is to give them a safe space to come online and a space where they can work as a as a team um, often these very small businesses will struggle to carve out a space for themselves because how is a single florist going to have a website and compete with netflorist exactly. and how is a single butcher going to have a his own webpage and manage to make it cost effective understand that they they will have to host it themselves they'll have to learn how to market themselves they'll have to learn how to uh, convince consumers to go to their webpage and as a consumer the people don't necessarily always want to go to a hundred different web pages to find the stuff that they need and also we're we're looking to expand on how they work together maybe if uh, we have someone that's selling uh, fish and chips or just fish and someone that sells just chips we can make a specialized deal where we can bring two shops that don't necessarily always uh, work together or even next to each other but are still part of the same neighborhood together so that we can make them stronger by working together which is the whole point to bring the neighborhood into a new place of growth into expanding by working more cohesively as a community and the numbers behind it that's another unique aspect that we bring to it because mm -hmm. we can see how everyone is working together what purchases are purchased together we have skills and specialists like myself that has a lot of data science expertise and we have a lot of people that are good at uh, numbers and how businesses function and what is healthy for a good business to have and literally every single person that has founded this has an MBA so they've spent many years collectively studying and understanding business practices and best practices that we can all bring to these uh, small businesses that we're looking to sign on that we can bring to the people that are looking to purchase from us and help them just generally have a better experience uh, have faith in that what we're saying is true and we do a lot of research we spend a lot of time reading documents looking up at what trends look like forecasting what is going to happen hood goods was not our first business that we sought to start we had a lot of ideas that we went through in the beginning but in terms of impact in terms of viability in terms of uh, benefit to everybody we really felt that hood goods was a good place to start and um, John, you just mentioned a few um, types of offerings that you guys are looking at um, bringing into your uh, platform. Is it is it specific to uh, like is it wide and open, or is it really just the food market, or what what is it that you that you're bringing on your platform? Anybody and everything. We would hope that it would be for the as large an audience as we could make it um, i mean we've thought of pharmacists and hardware stores and spice shops and green grocers and butchers 
and even florists and um, gift card shops and stationery shops. So there's no single shop that we said wouldn't be supported. Okay. Some platforms have unique needs that we would have to think through, but so far we haven't found anyone that we weren't able to support. Okay. Uh, it's still early days. We are still approaching everyone and we're still setting up a lot of the tools and we're going through the whole learning journey together with our shop owners. So while we understand a lot of the, the practices and how to get there and a lot of guys have experience in this, because it's such a unique offering and we're building this digital space, we're going through a lot of rework. So when we find that something doesn't work necessarily for one person, we have the ability and the means to adjust it, improve the experience for someone, improve how clients see something. So we are working through many of the, the challenges and with any new business, these kind of challenges will always appear. If you speak to any entrepreneur, you'll find out that the business that you're talking to them about is not their first business. They will have gone through many reworkings and gone through many changes in what their original plan was. Yeah. We do believe that Hoodgoods is a very solid platform though. And we believe that when we we support these customers that we will make a, uh, any changes we do make will be ultimately to their benefit. Well, it certainly it certainly sounds like it's a good place um, for those, and I would probably count myself in there, of us who don't have all the skill and the access um, to the technologies that you and your your collective um, knowledge that you you and your team have got, John. So um, definitely sounds and and tell me the the hood is it any hood or are you in a specific area? Um, at the moment, we're focusing on on certain areas in Johannesburg. We're launching in, in into our pilot phase. We are seeking to expand, but uh, while we work through the first teething pains and the 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 whole journey of learning how our customers are going to interact with the platform, because remember, we're trying to create space for the businesses to also interact. So as we learn how different customers are using the, the software or using the platform, what kind of information they would like to see to help make their businesses better, uh, what kind of information we can provide them easily, uh, how we can help understand consumers' needs. It becomes, um, it, it's, it's important that we start small, although not too small, and then we'll seek to expand pretty pretty rapidly as we become more confident in what works and doesn't work. Ultimately, okay. the platform has no limit in terms of scale. We can we can become as big as we would like. Uh, the challenge that we face is more if we expand too quickly, we feel that we would offer a poor service to those that uh, we're not able to reach correctly. So we'd, we'd rather make sure that we do everything correctly than grow too quickly. Agreed. And um, sorry, I just wanted to go back to which areas have you started in just for the sake of the listener? Uh, I'll have to double check my notes. Um, oh. Let me just open up. Wait, no, I've got it right here. Okay. So uh, 
we'll probably start in Houghton Mayfair, Fordsburg, uh, initially, uh, yeah. expanding pretty quickly into Rosebank, Santon, and Elovo. Yeah. Uh, and then following that, uh, we're going to go out into the, the, the more outflung areas, Bryanston, Fourways. We're even discussing going into places like Soweto and how we're going to support uh, the more up and coming communities because they've also got their own booming economy. They're growing, they've got their businesses that need to be supported. And while uh, we have got some experience and knowledge there, we, we would like to take it step by step so that we're not driving back and forth between places that are too far flung but ultimately we we feel like it's um, a platform that will be able to help everybody yeah and are you doing your marketing strictly online <clears throat> um not necessarily strictly online at the moment we obviously are following the normal channels um, okay. but we have got some some unique ideas that are going to be coming forward as we approach our vendors uh, yeah. and the shop owners so we'll we're working through that marketing uh, we recognize marketing is extremely important in this kind of space because if we don't market how will we know that or how will the customers know how to reach their businesses or even that their businesses are online at good goods Absolutely. so we're looking for a, a we're, we're taking an omni-channel approach but uh Yes, we're working very aggressively on on what our marketing strategy would be and how, how it'll tie in with the overall story. And we also don't want to drown out our customers, right? It's about the neighborhood. So we want to make sure that there's a place for, for all the shops and stuff to have their own unique style so that it's not just hood goods that you see. It's actually hood goods and your florist and hood goods and your um, butcher and your pharmacist. So that you you always know who you're supporting because you're not supporting hood goods you're supporting your local neighborhood exactly hood goods is merely the channel for them to to utilize to get their businesses out there and to get their product to the client to the ultimate customer um i wanted to ask you because i always have a training hat on i'm a coach as you know what do you do in terms of teaching people how your platform works? Have you got team members that specifically looking after that area? Um, we are currently jack of all trades, so everyone's doing all kinds of things. Okay. Uh, we have created a YouTube video that okay. you can go and see just so that you can understand a bit more about what our offering is. And we're creating other videos uh, as we speak for how does the platform work? Um, little tutorials on how do I upload my products and how do I view what the sales were and even for the consumers, how do I purchase something? How do I find what I purchased? How do I make a basket? So we're we're doing lots of little training videos, but okay. um, creating quality content takes a little bit of time. And <laughs> <laughs> so we're working through that, yes. Okay, but that's that's pretty much how one gets yourself out there these days uh, if you want to know how to do anything you you go to youtube first of all john it's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you i don't know if you've had a chance to have a look at my um, online workshop i'll be doing soon and it's all about creativity and innovation and trying to get exactly like what you and your team have done for people to start thinking differently and just turn turn the plate around and see if there isn't maybe something else you can do with the same old plate. So I want to know what did you think 
it, if you had a chance to look at it or not yet? No, I did go through your offerings uh, and I did look at it. Uh, I feel personally that these kinds of programs are very important. Uh, they give skills to people that haven't um, necessarily gone through the, the whole MBA process or done postgraduate or even technical workshops on this. Uh, I s- the, the time of innovation is actually now. There's a lot of research into how creative destruction happens and it's not yeah. something new. This COVID event that we're going through is just our generation's one. But in the past, we've done many of these before, the Great Depression and we had the Spanish flu and there was many, many different uh, events like this throughout history that have happened. And almost 80 years ago, Schumpeter wrote about how creative destruction is one of the drivers of innovation. Uh, As businesses close down, there's always space for a new one to come through. So these kinds of workshops will give people that are entrepreneurs and looking for a way to take advantage of this opening of space to learn about how to come up with idea to learn about what is important and how to approach it and what kind of skills they need to do it. And one of the things I I learned last year is I took a trip through to Estonia and it's one of the most uh, entrepreneurial countries in the world. They thrive off of this kind of entrepreneurial work and many of their workshops were very similar to this. How do you how do you make it part of your life your yeah. the innovation how do you deal with that how do you t- how do you have um, the fortitude to continue with uh, uh, your business plans in the light of uh, setbacks because they view it that very many businesses will fail and entrepreneurs will succeed always because they just keep on trying and they keep on working through it so yeah that these kinds of workshops and this kind of training is very important for entrepreneurs to have even even if it's only to just speak to people that have gone through it before. Yes, it's exactly. A, it's, a, it's a definite skill that they need to have. It's, that's so, so, so very true. And I found it in my corporate career of many, many years. Um, you know, if you just look at something slightly differently, the answers come. And, and uh, 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 you know, instead of bouncing your head or bumping your head against the same wall continuously and looking for a different result, you could just maybe change your mindset slightly. It will work. John, it's been an absolute pleasure. We're going to wrap up. Um, I just wanted to know, um, do you have any last thoughts? I can see that your platform is there to give the uh, smaller players a chance to compete in the big in the bigger field um, and uh, what, what are your last thoughts for us I believe very passionately in what hood goods is about and what we're trying to do and I know that the team that works with me and the team that uh, I support is uh, is very passionate is just as passionate as I am about this and that the, the culture of this team is what will ultimately make a difference and we really believe that we'll be able to make a, a, a big impression on the neighborhoods and on the market and hopefully on South Africa as a whole. Uh, but we'll take it one step at a time. And we're going to take this journey together with those small businesses and learn alongside them what they need and how we can best help them. 
that's that's a fantastic um, goal to have. Uh, I wanted to ask you: Would you mind sharing your website with the with the listeners? Uh, any contact details you want to offer? Sure. Anyone can reach out to us. Our website is currently hoodgoods.co.za. So if you go there, you can learn everything about us and even reach out to us via our mailer over there or fill in our um, contact form so that we have you on our system. We're not live yet. We're hoping to launch September, late September, early October. And uh, we look forward to seeing you guys on our website soon. Absolutely. Fantastic. So uh, uh, we're calling on the Houghton, the Mayfair, the Fordsburg areas. Um, start having a look because that's where you're going to launch off. Am I right? Yes, exactly. But okay. anyone's free to come and look. If you can, if you really feel that you've got a case for us to come and and help you guys out, or someone wants to drive their neighbourhood, then please feel free. We're we're a very dynamic team. Always happy to help. Awesome. Thank you very, very much, um, um, John. It was really a pleasure talking to you. Um, listeners, our video will be, our audio will be on Facebook. Um, it'll be on all the channels that Spotify that it gets broadcasted on. So um, I normally put it out on Facebook a day or two after and um, grab a cuppa and have a good listen to what John has had to say. John, it's been an absolute pleasure having you. Thank you. Well, thank you for your time and uh, I look forward to seeing more content that you create. Absolutely. And you know what? Um, I'll, I'll stay in touch with you, John, and we can we can even do another one once you're ready to launch or just before uh, we can stay in touch. Excellent. Thank you very much. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye.